0: Good morning, Cleveland. I'm here with the myth, the legend, Ben Albright. Ben, how are you? I'm, uh, I'm doing well. Britain's treating me well so far. Maybe a little too well. So <laughs> Ben is not on Zoom. He's actually live here in London in my lounge. And I'm also here with Jack Duffin. Jack, how are you?
2: I'm good. It's uh, it's exciting. Anytime we get more NFL, we've got Ben on, who's uh third, fourth time. He, he's basically a regular now.
1: I think I, I, think I earned like a jacket. Is there like a Letterman's jacket that I get for? Uh, we can get you,
0: dances? we get you a jacket. Yeah, we get you a t-shirt. But Jack, there's some big news. It's broke, um, probably second biggest news of the century. We just uh, signed an extension.
2: Yeah, it takes some special kind of degenerate to, uh, all the way back to June. Go, who's getting extended next? Oh, it has to be the long snapper. But uh, that's the world we live in. And uh, yeah, um, I was on the OBR. Jake threw me a curveball. Went with Charlie Hewlett, even got the guarantee spot on. So uh, living the best life.
0: Ben, as an insider, any
1: news on the Cleveland Browns? Uh, I, you know me, I just sent a text a minute ago, and I haven't got anything back yet on that. But I will tell you that I think uh, I think your defensive coordinator is in real trouble during the year. So
2: I'll, uh, I'll put it that way.
0: So there we go. Breaking news.
2: So th- here's a question that we've sort of discussed within the group, and it's not putting you on the spot or asking about Joe Woods. If you're sort of a front office or a head coach, is there some sort of mentality in your mind that thinks, do I want to sack this person mid-year, or potentially you wait till the end of the year, and then if fans are baying for blood, they want change. It's easier to do it then, and you're not under any sort of extra pressure. Could that be a factor? Not so much Browns. I'm thinking just league-wide.
1: Uh, unless they've done something that's like scandalous, you know, unless there's some kind of you know like legal issue, it's almost never beneficial to bounce somebody mid-season in the pro game um, simply because you can't you're not going to get anybody in in the middle of the season you know so you're going to turn that over to an assistant you already have who knows what it is that you're doing and all you've done is double up work on somebody so in most cases firing a coach in season even though the fans want blood is actually kind of detrimental because um, then the players check out too the players are like oh well I'm, I'm in it for me for business decision stuff I'm not going to put myself on the line for you know, the staff that the ownership doesn't believe in. So <clears throat> we're dealing with a little bit of that in Denver right now. I mean, it's Nathaniel Hackett's first year, but there's a lot of people that want him gone already and, and don't think he's prepared for the job. And so I keep trying to tell people, like, look, he might get fired in season. I doubt it. Uh, but at the same time, it doesn't benefit anybody usually to fire somebody in season. There's there's very rare exceptions, where that's the case.
2: Yeah, it's one you sometimes see the last two weeks where someone wants to get a jump start on the hiring process. But if you're not in that world, it's uh, there's no point. Right, right, right.
0: Ben, how how safe do you think Stefanski Stephans- is? I think he's safe. Um, I think you're I,
1: I think you're gonna get a new defensive coordinator and then they'll retool for next year. They want to give it a whole a full year with the Watson thing. Um, and and you know, before they make any decisions like that. So I think he's safe for the year, but I do I'm 99% you're gonna have a new DC next year.
0: Browns versus the Bengals. It's the big Halloween night. It's probably midnight here in England because of the clock's changing. Um, Jack, what's your score prediction?
2: So I'm, I'm still going to stick with losing by two just because it seems to be the theme of the Browns season. Um, we've got three games lost by two. In, in theory, the Patriots game should have been lost by two if that onside kick gets recovered. So it, they're close games and that, that is a positive because you'd rather be close, even though it's more frustrating in the moment where you're like, oh, this one thing we could have won. It, you'd rather be that than going, hey, we lost by 20 um, again this week as, uh, hey, we've been there, we're Browns fans. Um, and so I think I'm going to go with 21-23, um, something like that. I don't think it'd be crazy, but the Browns have just, they've had Joe Burrow's number. Um, and that just seems a weird thing to say because I was betting on the Bengals heavily last season to make playoffs and stuff like that. But it's just whatever it is with this matchup, Joe Woods has tended to do quite well within division games. Um, Shame about the rest of them.
1: Ben, how do you see the game playing out? I think you're right. I think it's going to be a closer game. Um, the, the Bengals really hadn't found their offense till last week. It was the first time they really found their offense this season. They've been mostly a defensive football team. Browns has been kind of the same. You've had hits or misses with the offense. It really just depends on where the run game's going, all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, I think uh, I, I think close game, field goal type game, whoever has the ball last uh, kicks the field goal and wins it. So we'll call it a call it a every. Actually, I'll tell you what, every Brown's game I predicted this year, I've been on the wrong side of it.
0: So I'm going to pick the Bengals in this one and hope that the jinx helps out the Browns. How about that? Well, well, I'm going to go the same as Jack. 23-21, two-point win, but for the Browns. So there we go. 23-21 20, to the Browns. And uh, yeah, Jack, if the Browns win it, where do you see them win it?
2: So I think they'll just get pressure on Joe Burrow. Um, that O-line, and it's weird that it got overhauled and we're expecting a big change, but you organizations like pff regularly point to pressures and sacks they're a quarterback stat regularly and it seems to be the case um, he likes holding on to the ball a bit too long so if you can get there there's dangers on Miles Garrett there's a second uh, week uh, day this week i think he hasn't practiced which is worrying but it might just be hey precautionary let's get him out there but if you can get onto him and you can cause some real trouble that that's where it that's where you swing a game
0: and um, Jack, what are you going to be doing? Are you going to be staying up and watching the game?
2: Yeah, so I'm going to get home from London around midnight. So it's it's a really nice change, actually. Rather than the you get home at half eleven and you're like, oh, yeah, I've got an hour and a half before the game starts. Just get home, game starting straight away, and uh, get 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 to bed at half three in the morning. Living the dream.
0: Maybe Jack, after work, me and Ben come and join you for a drink. How about
2: that? Uh I'll see because but- I'm at a uh, theatre. Okay. I'm always at fair so my bad.
0: um We'll come anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we can't crash. Um, uh, ben, last night we went to the Broncos meetup. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland Browns, we met the scoreboard guy. He did the scoreboard at the Browns mm-hmm. from 2006 to 2016. What was he called, Joe? Uh, Russ. 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 Janish, the tall guy? Yeah. Yeah, Russ
1: Jenish, yeah. Russ, well,
0: uh, Russ is one of the guys who works for me and Broncos TV now, but he used to work for the Browns and the thing. <laughs> So uh, we uh, rode our bike past Cortland Sutton. Yes. And he was at the Globe. Yep. So he's a local now. Ben knows all the spots. But yeah, that's been it really. Um, tomorrow kickoffs at one o'clock, which is going to be really early. Is that right? One o'clock? 1.30 tomorrow, isn't it? Uh, Jags, uh, Jags Broncos. I think
1: it's one thirty.
2: I hope it's one thirty because that's what I wrote down. That's what I'm expecting, but... See you tomorrow, been waking up, seriously. I'll, I'll make it work. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, 1.30 UK time.
0: Okay. Uh, live on ITV as well, right?
2: No idea. I watch all the games on Game Pass, so uh, couldn't tell you where. All right, cool. Well,
0: uh, we've got some uh, London exploring little fish and chips to do today. And um, a few drinks tonight and then early start tomorrow up to Wembley. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing 92,000 nfl fans if they all turn up for the game
2: here's a prediction time we're going into after this is the bye week so perfect selling time straight out of this game is nick uh, is kareem hunt on the roster end of the trade deadline go to you first paul put you on
0: i think he is because i don't think anyone wants him
1: i think he is too I, i think that the asking price has been mostly too high I think everybody knows that Kareem's going to want, you know, a big uh, big contract with that. And they're a little suspect on that. There have been some inquiries. I know there have been some inquiries, but uh, at the same time, I think he's going to wind up on the roster.
2: Jack. I think he's gone. I think it will be, especially if we lose, if we lose this game, I think they'll take a sixth and just get rid of him um, and move on. If he stays, if we win this game, <laughs> this is make or break for the season. Um, if we win this game, Coming into the season, Tampa Bay should never have been a winnable game, but it is, it's, a, it's an in-play game that could go either way. Miami haven't been as good as we thought they would be. Um, the, the Bills, we're going to lose the Bills. Um, just it is what it is. But you're actually looking at, you can save your season in this spell where it, coming into the season, it's very much, it's all about the first four weeks. NFL is crazy. You, you've got like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady having similar records to Kobe Brissett. What is going on?
1: yeah i like the fact that uh, pj walker and taylor heineke beat tom brady and Aaron Rodgers last weekend that just that made my year i'm just like all right we got xfl guys beating nfl hall of famers
2: it's just yeah it's been bizarre but uh hey that, that's what makes it fun all
0: right guys well we've got fish and chips to eat so uh we will catch up with you soon jack and uh go browns
2: go browns